bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Welcome along to this week's podcast. Just, uh, just Guy and Dave this week. Richard's not with us this week. Taking a bit of well-earned leave at the moment. Pre-Christmas leave. Pre- I've already shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, yes, this, this time of year is, uh, is, is, is gets full on, doesn't it? it? Does. For us Germans, uh, uh, the world doesn't stop turning because of a Christmas no, holiday. But, indeed. Uh, no, yeah, some very disappointing news uh, today. We're talking on Thursday. Disappointing for Luke Young more than for anybody else. It oh. looks if he's going to miss, if not the whole of the rest of the season, certainly a big, big chunk of it. I think it was Martin Ling who said one day, he said, uh, uh, round every silver lining there's a cloud, usually a cloud waiting. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, uh, you know, you come off Tuesday's great win at, uh, yeah. at Dagenham, uh, but of course hanging over that all the time was the worry over how badly Luke Young had hurt himself at Tranmere Rovers last week. Because he went down after... It, 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 wasn't it was a tackle, it was yeah. a touchline tackle, right yeah. in front of us, funnily yeah. enough, right in front of the main stand at, at Tranmere, and he went in with, I'm pretty sure it was their left-back, Liam Rydalge, mm-hmm. um, and it was just a perfectly straightforward, you know... He didn't uh, take him out, did he? It wasn't, no, yeah, no, it yeah. was just a, a, a smacking tackle yeah. um, by both of them. They were both mm-hmm. going for the ball, there was no great issue there. I, I, I'm not even sure whether a free kick was... was I don't was, think it was, was if I remember rightly. Um, yes, because we were yeah. both there that day, weren't we? And um, uh, But he tried to get up, uh, and did yeah. get up, um, and, and played on for a couple of minutes, and... That was sort of encouraging, yeah. you know, that he was able. But, but as soon as he hit his next pass with his right foot, yeah. you could clearly. see he was in a lot oh, of no, pain. Oh no, you could see he was in pain. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. with those things, if you, you think, oh, can he run it off? You know, or yeah. will, will it be okay? But knee joints, and it's now been confirmed that um, uh, you know he's he's got a tear in his medial, medial ligament of it's his right knee. It's the other knee, knee as well. It's the other it? knee. Yeah. It's the right yeah. knee. Um, it was the left knee uh, that he injured in last pre-season. Kept him out nearly all of last season. Eight games he played yeah. last season. He's played 22 this year. Um, you know, for such a first name top on the team player, sheet. Absolutely, yeah. it's a real, real blow. Um, and I, you know, he's a hell of a nice lad as well. And, and he must be distraught. Everybody, yeah. you know, your thoughts go out to him at the moment. He's he's a he's a tough lad actually. He he he's not a. Uh, he's not somebody who who sort of feels sorry for himself or anything like that. I, I you know, I, I texted him on the way home on Saturday night, and um, you know, a, 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 a message came back pretty quickly. You know, no need to be sorry, Dave. These things happen. So sort of yeah. that was his attitude. And, yeah. and um, but he now this verdict has come through. I'm sure he'll he'll uh, he, he'll. He'll be perfectly entitled to feel a little bit <laughs> sorry for himself, and uh, everybody else does as well. Looking at it from the team's point of view, this for also a moment, follows Damon Lathrop. I was just going to say that with Damon Lathrop out for the rest, two of the senior season. midfield yeah. players effectively out for the rest yeah. of the season. And um, I mean, the, the the one plus is, if you want to look on the bright side, is is that uh, United won at Dagenham without either of them. Yeah, uh, um, uh, and a mid a central midfield. Uh, it's very interesting this whole business of, of how United go about it. Um, uh, for most of this season United have played this for want of a better phrase a diamond in yeah, midfield yeah. Um, uh, with various players at the head of the diamond including Young including Champ Chaney's played there yeah. a couple of times 
Um, and uh, there's been some criticism of that, partly because results weren't going, and also partly because it, it sort of tends to give United a bit of a narrow look. Mm. But now with Dan Sparks fit again and David Fitzpatrick coming in on loan from uh, AFC Wimbledon, uh, Kevin Nicholson is, is playing a very definite 4-4-2, the two-winger yeah. two formation. How long is Fitzpatrick here for? Uh, a month, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I think he gets the... Does he get the York game in? Uh, I think he gets the York game in. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. I must check that. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, so um, he... he and, and they've both done quite well, and especially they did well at at, um, at Dagenham yeah. in the second half on Tuesday night. Um, and uh, uh, it's ironic that Tranmere last Saturday played a diamond in midfield yeah. with Jeff Hughes at the base of it and this young lad Ben Tollett up front and United they stuffed he, United big. Tollett looked a good player. Yes, yeah, well, yeah, but, I mean, you know he, he was managed to keep finding time and space, which yeah. he, he used very well. It didn't work that day. United's four four two definitely didn't work, and I know you and I aren't formations win games, no uh, uh, um, people. But uh, uh, on Tuesday night at Dagenham, by all accounts, wasn't there, uh, couldn't make it up to Dagenham. Um, uh, certainly in the second half, when Dagenham appeared to have shot their bolt a little bit, um, both Fitzpatrick yeah. and Sparks really started taking a. a, 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 a a role in the game. Fitzpatrick had a goal disallowed towards Fitzpatrick the end. Fitzpatrick well, had a goal disallowed, but the decision, obviously, when Nicholson sent mm. Nathan Blissett on in place of Jamie Reid to partner more up front. Now that's all well and good having two big men up front, but unless you get crosses into them, yeah, um, you know, you, you you may struggle. What happened? Fitzpatrick and Sparks immediately got on the ball more, and in central midfield there was Aman Verma and Courtney Richards back from one match suspension, and they both played well on Tuesday night so you know they wouldn't be normal most supporters sort of first two choices of central midfield players in the club you know obviously Luke Young would be yeah. probably but um, uh, they, they were solid yeah. they, they, they were combative by all accounts mm. uh, Verma uh, stepped up to the plate and Richards worked very hard indeed according to all the people who, who were up there and you never know. Maybe they, they might have to get used to that. Might absolutely. They? They might maybe turn, that yeah. might be. It, it might be less expansive than yeah. than Young uh, um, and you know whoever else in there. They've also got Joe Ward. Um, you know that there's there's chances now for these players to come in and yeah. say, well, look, you know, hold on a minute. Luke Young isn't 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 the only top midfield player in this club. Yeah, indeed. Because the two games that that they've played this week have kind of summed up. The Torquay United we know and love, haven't Absolutely. they? Because Tranmere, I mean, it was cold and foggy at Tranmere, and there was very little to get a handle on, was there? <laughs> it was, we're being being generous, here, but it, it, there was nothing, it, there wasn't much to. It was get very the like pumping. a lot of United performances away from home this season, nearly. Yeah, you know, um, uh, not not enough up front really, mm -hmm. um, uh, a bit wobbly at the back. Um, let's face it, Tranmere could probably have won by more than two one in the end. Well, um, you you, do, you thought they'd have been further ahead at half time. Yes. And this is a good opportunity to say one of the people I wanted to talk about this week is Brendan Moore. Yeah. He really seems to be growing into that role now. I thought he had a good game at Tranmere. Yes, I, I, the, the second goal at Tranmere, which went between his legs, he beat himself up about it, and one or two yeah. other people come. I don't, I, I, don't, I wouldn't, I don't think that was no. you know. Um, Mangan was through. Yeah. He's he shot low. 
yeah. and it happened to go through Moore's legs. Uh, I, I don't put that down to the keeper at all. Uh, um, Brendan Moore might, but um, yeah, he, but he uh, made some good saves. He, he dominated did. the box, I thought, very well on Saturday. Yeah, and. I, I give him credit for that missed penalty as well because if you're taking a penalty against the bloke who <laughs> saved his last four, it's going through your head that he's probably going to save this. So you've got to. Well, either that or yeah. uh, Andy Cook was still raging about the tug of war he'd had with James Norwood <laughs> over who was going to take it in the first place. Yeah, that was all uh, a bit. Oh, wasn't it? Playground stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, maybe Norwood was still having a go at him from the edge of the D when, he, when he put that wide. But, but uh, I, I prefer to think that Brendan well, Moore had a scared in. him yeah. into missing yeah. that yeah. one. A bit so like Bobby Lesnick used to do. Of course, that's yeah. five now, isn't it? Five penalties. Yeah, five, the last five Four penalties. The opposition hasn't managed to, hasn't managed to get it past him. So, Seems um, good. And then, of course, on the back of that result, which 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 was pretty disappointing, and the yeah. performance wasn't great, was it? Um, uh, you know, you go to to uh, to Dagenham on Tuesday night. No Luke Young. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what odds Dagenham were to win, but I'm sure it was odds. Chalky were five to one. I, oh, I can tell you that well because, done. as usual, I um, well, you, you keep a weather eye out yeah. on these things. But uh, and then you know you go and get that result, and that's the yeah. point you're making, isn't that typically talking United? Yeah. Just when you just when you think it's safe to write them off, they come um, back with a, a they come back with a great win, result, though. and those three points in the position United were going into that game, two points clear of the relegation zone. Uh, those three points might Huge, be worth an awful lot in the weeks and months ahead. And Dagenham must wonder what hit them, because with the best will in the world, Chalky won't take six points off very many teams this season. You wouldn't have thought so. Um, and to do uh, it against uh, the side of Dagenham's Braintree prowess. the only other one they've got a chance of doing it against yeah. at the moment. But but Dagenham have now, you know, I mean, when they played at Playmore, I, we, I think most of us thought they were terrific at Playmore, yeah. even with ten men. Uh, they've now lost their last three home games, 5-0, 4-1 and 1-0 to Torquay. Where's that form come from? Yeah. You know, um, very strange. Indeed. So well done to Torquay. We'll talk some more in the second half. We'll talk about Kiefer Moore in the second half as well. We can't possibly what do a, a podcast without talking about Kiefer Moore. Not at the moment, we can't. He's, uh, he's on proverbial fire, isn't he? And we'll have uh, whatever news we can of the takeover because by December the 16th, before Torquay play at home again, they will have been sold if, um, if everything goes smoothly. We'll be back in the second half. Have a cup of tea. Join us after the break.